Captain's Log VOC 91. Well, it's a wild time. Apparently, some sort of pollen has gotten on the ship, and well, in order for everyone to stay safe, the safe police are out in full force, making us stay quarantined in our little rooms here, and it's bullshit. Only person who can move around the ship is sorry, because she's a robot. Well, you know, I think about that. But, uh, yep, so just pretty much been twiddling my thumbs. We have a... I actually, I'm sorry, I need to interrupt. I needed to check in just quickly. Hey, sorry, how you doing? I just need to let you know that, unfortunately, the safe police have banned thumb twiddling. They feel that it is extremely dangerous, and they have asked you to cease and desist immediately. I mean, how did they even... I told them. Wow. I can't twiddle my thumbs anymore. That's that's where we're at. That's correct. <sighs> wow, man. Well, I'm going to tell you, I have a feeling that the medicine for this disease is worse than the disease itself. What is your theory about what medicine will cure this? Hmm? You have a theory? I don't think we need to have any medicine to cure it. I say we just get out there, we let the pollen do what it needs to do, pop on us. Yeah, sure, a couple of us will get big boils and they'll pop open, all that kind of fun stuff that happens when you get this pollen on you. But uh, What I would like to point out is that plants have sex via pollen. So, of course, when pollen settles on a human body, which is what this form of pollen needs, it multiplies, 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 multiplies. And what you end up with is a scenario not unlike what happened to poor Stephen King in Fright Night. Nope. What was that called? It was a movie. He was in it. It was not Stephen Tales from King the Dark Side. was in the movie? Oh, yes. 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 The indeed. author. That's correct. He was an actor in. Goosebumps. No, that's definitely also not it. Goosebumps. Uh Tales from the the, the Tales from the Crypt. Eerie, no. Pennsylvania. Freaky, freaky the Bloodhound deaky. Gang. Let me just promise you that although it sounds like I am 100% fabricating this as a lie, it, does it is sound very like true. The Langoliers? Stephen King. It was it was a the stand. It was it was, was a, it a Stephen yes, King it was an, production. It was a 1980s not unlike, do you remember Amazing Stories? Or sure. it was like an anthology film. But it was, but in this case, it was a film. And I'm sure it was based on Stephen King's stories. There was one called Cat's Eye. But then this one that he was in, he played a farmer. Well, Cat's Eye is a whole film. Right. Well, in this, in this iteration, it is like four stories. I think the other one involves Ted Danson getting buried alive in sand. Anyway, point being, he comes across some moldy spores, and by the end of his particular story in this film, he has been absorbed, smothered, smothered in a sort of bright green bukkake. Correct. That's exactly what what the spore was called. Yeah. Well, I would like, sorry, if you could do a scan and find out whatever plant out there blew its load all over our ship, I'd appreciate that. Because we need to figure out what's going on here. So that you can get back out into the world of the ship and... Yeah, we need to get back out. We need small to get talk things back to normal. Back to what we're doing. Checking out planets. Meeting aliens. Having fun. Being friends. You know, it's like... It, the beginning of this whole quarantine thing, everybody was meeting on that sort of, uh, you know, video platform that everyone would talk to. And it just seemed like those meetings stopped. Uh... 
and at least I wasn't getting the invites for them anymore. And so, uh, yeah, they've nice continued. If, I would say continued? more more than ever, more than ever, they've continued. But the whole crew. Well, you know, there was a bandwidth issue, and so it turned out that we had to have one less person uh, I mean, it's, on that network, and unfortunately, the, you drew the short straw, as it were, in that you're not it's, popular. It's all it's a, a singular network. There shouldn't be any issue with bandwidth. We're not connected mm. to a satellite to another location. We're all on the major ship. Major bandwidth issue. Major, major bandwidth. bandwidth. Okay. That, I don't get what, where that's coming from, but all right. Well, what, tell me what else we know about this pollen. What are its weaknesses? The pollen's weaknesses are, it seems to respond very negatively to oatmeal. Uh, mm. o- cooked oatmeal can be used <laughs> to too. smother the smotherer. It's a little bit of a, uh, give it a taste of its own medicine if you smother it with oatmeal. Unfortunately, the oatmeal deck is down, as you know, well, uh, because Nico was bathing in it. Far too often, yes. And so we are scrambling to see if we can find any good oatmeal alternates like polenta or grits, indeed, perhaps amaranth or flax seeds. Cream of wheat might work. Um, So we're really, we're very much in the testing stages of other slathers that we can put on this pollen. Uh, The pollen seems to have entered through just a tiny, the tiniest of cracks in one of the storage decks. It looked like there's a a little hole in there. In the ship? Just Just the tiniest of little Bitty oh God! Cracks. We've got to fix that. That's there's, just there's, the smallest. Space. It's a vacuum The very there. smallest of tiny. Yes. Well, yes. It was this major this problem. This is very a very dangerous thing. If there's a crack in the ship. Fortunately, the crack was immediately smothered, ironically, by the pollen. So that is an area <laughs> that we have decided to let the pollen flourish because it, frankly, is the only thing keeping us and the rest of the ship from now there's a lot of decisions going on and the stuff that you're talking about but i'm the captain i don't remember making any of these decisions the Uh, safe police made them oh the fucking safe police good god oh boy the safe police every single day the safe police jesus christ can i have a life for once just leave me alone. And that's the bandwidth problem. You see, you were mm-hmm. taking too long to say everything, uh, and people felt I that it was uh, taking too much data. Safe police. I just get so mad. These guys are so stupid. Could. Is it possible that you're a little envious because perhaps as a little boy, you wanted to be a police officer? Sure. Who didn't want to be a police officer when they were a little boy? Of course I did. Have a gun, protect my neighborhood. That's what I wanted to do. But that's not what these safe police do. These safe police stomp in the room and they go, hey, you can't put the baby inside of that thing. There's too many sharp objects. Yeah, a lot of finger wagging from the safe police. You're not wrong. So... What would you be doing if you were allowed out? Let's play. That's It's a, sort of a form oh, of meditation. Boy, boy, what, what you, you, if you could fantasize, perhaps it will feel as if you've left your quarters when, of course, you will have absolutely not left. Well, them. I'd probably roam the halls, as I usually do, just checking in with different people and heads of the department, as my job entails as the captain of the ship. So I do a lot of that. Uh, 
probably take a little trip up to the observation deck and uh, take a look at that nebula that we're heading past right now. I uh, heard that it's pretty cool. Creep uh, show. Hmm? Creep show was the name of the movie. Creep show. Creep show. Really? I just remember. You couldn't remember creep and show. And I and I want to assure you, I did not look it up. I did not look it up on anything. It just popped into your Creep head with the little, the little skeleton guy who's like, yeah, that's what, no, yeah, that's, that's Tales from the Crypt. That's the Crypt oh. Keeper. Creep Show, different. Creep Show doesn't have the Crypt Keeper. Nope. Hmm. No. Now, the nebula that you're describing, a lot yeah. of people have been playing a little bit of a game as to what they think the nebula is shaped like. And people have oh. been using it as almost a what's your quarantine name type of thing. Like, you know, it, it, whatever you think the nebula looks like might become your nickname during this quarantine. Uh, okay, so it's like a, like a Warshak test? Mm-hmm. It's, oh. the, it's what you think the nebula looks like and the last thing you just ate. Put those together. That's your quarantine name. All right. Well, the last thing that I ate was um, a squash. Um, So I think the nebula kind of looks like a a nut, like a a bolt. Like a bolt? Like a bolt, you know, Uh nuts and bolts. So I guess squash bolt, that's my name. May I suggest Bolt Squash might be better because people could just call you Bolt rather than Mm, Squash? I'm going to go Squash Bolt. Okay. All right, Squash. It surprised me that you were eating so much Squash. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I just, uh, you know what? When I get stressed out, I just go ham on Squash. I don't even peel the skin off. I just rip right into it. A lot of beta carotene. It is dense. I've... I actually messed my teeth up a little bit doing this. I know. It's 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 funny because you now sort of look like a jack-o'-lantern, which, <laughs> of course, is a similar gourd to yeah. a squash. Yeah, I'm, I'm going out of my gourd, if you know what I mean. I do. Tucker? Yes? Remember when you wanted me to warn you if I felt your voice was becoming too pompous? Hmm, yes. I'm starting you to think feel that, that maybe I think you're starting to get you're starting to get a little overblown with the pomposity, and I know that you were worried that people <sighs> would not want to hang out with you. You know that thing I just, is being stuck here in this room with my thoughts. Everyone is correct, and there's nobody here to question the thoughts that I have. So every day I have one correct thought after the other, one great idea after the other. <sighs> I mean, at this point, I, I've solved most of the issues that could ever possibly come up. and uh, Such you as? Know, you know, just all the issues that could come up in life, you know, different you know, social, e- economic issues that come up. I think I've figured them all out. Shall I lob a few questions at you? Yeah, and see if go your ahead. Solutions Let's do this. Are... And be sure to write this stuff down. This is kind of like uh, dream talking here. Okay, will do. Okay, here is a socioeconomic conundrum for you. Got it. That hopefully you've already thought through unsolved. Probably. You are part of a soccer team that is flying over the Andes Mm. on planet Earth, and your plane crashes, and some of you freeze to death, and the rest of you don't know if you're going to be rescued, and Mm. you have to decide whether to eat each other. What do you do? Well, if we want to stay alive, we're going to have to eat each other. 
Why did you say stay alive like it had some significance? Hmm? I'm sorry? Never mind. So there we go. Got that one. That's social economic. Didn't see what the economy was so much in that one. I guess the economy. It's a food. real supply and demand situation. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to eat dead frozen meat? What's how much is there? Yeah, I definitely would like to. I would I would I would have to eat my friends to live. That's just what you have to do. You know, as the captain of the ship, I've thought many times. What if our food replicators uh, went down? You know, we didn't have any more food. I mean, the oatmeal deck is kaput, you know, and at a certain point, I have already worked out a program where everybody would get a different colored card. And when your color came up, that would mean that it was time for you to walk to the lower decks where you would sacrifice yourself for the betterment of the crew. This is so similar to the solution I have in mind for just such an event, except that I do all the choosing. There's nothing random about it. Ah. So, let me move on to a different socioeconomic conundrum for you to solve. Just hit me with them. Oh, man, we're really railing these out. So far, you're one for one. Okay, you are a fairly lonely guy. You and your brother run some sort of grocery, food, fruit packing plant. It's not important. That's not really what this is about. You have a memory of when you were little in Cape Cod of having fallen off a boat and Mm. somehow you were able to breathe underwater. And Mm -hmm. then later you encounter a beautiful girl with long hair who's naked. And then you come to find out she in fact is a mermaid. Do you sell her to the government so that they can experiment on her, or do you set her free to her undersea village? Well, I might make a splash with this answer, but I'm going to let her go. I'm going to set her free. It's not worth it to you monetarily to exploit her mermaidosity? You know, I may think about it for a second, but then once I realize how much she's taught me and how much I've learned about myself, I might have to let her go. Hmm, good answer. Are you enjoying these? Would you like me to pose another Keep socioeconomic question coming. for you? This is great okay. stuff. This is finally my brain is getting a chance to work. I've just been sitting here. You find yourself waking up inside some sort of pod, hmm. and there's liquid all around you. Okay. When you reach back behind your neck, you discover that there's a some sort of cord that is plugged into the back of your neck, that is tethering you to this sort of system. Sure, some kind of mainframe. you discover that, and this is where the socioeconomic part comes in, that in fact you are being harvested by machines for your juice. Cool. Do you sell out your fellow humans to get whatever it is that you want Or do you try to save humankind by going up against these machines? Well, I guess I'd have to show these robots that I have the juice. And then I'd take over the drug game in Brooklyn. Interesting. That went went another way. But a fascinating way. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to tuck that away in, in one of my matrices for later examination so that I can... See if I can... Yeah, put that in the Matrix. Okay, thank you. I will. Uh, I will. Hmm. Man, this is really... 
This has really, really been some brain gymnastics we've been playing together, huh? I bet everybody. I have to say, if anybody I was agree, able to listen impressed. to this conversation, they're definitely smarter for doing so. Oh, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. If there's anything you'd like me to relay to any of your fellow crewmates, uh, now would be a good time for me. Well, to I'm disgusted. Gather with this. That I'm finding you. this appalling. Uh, yes, yes, I, I understand. Yeah. Anything else? I, you know, I, I needed to get a Sherpa to help me go up the mountain, so I found one in Nepalin. Yes, yes. A Sherpa. I, I don't know which I like better, George and Ringo or Paul and John. Mm-hmm. Paul and, Paul and John, Beetle. Yeah. Four brothers, all bugs. I'm just Paul in your leg. I'm going to read a book by Michael Pollan. He's an author. Pollan, 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 keep the... Oh, all right. Well, hey, sorry. Thanks so much for stopping by. Um, it's getting a little late, so I think I'm going to take a, an NAP. Okay. That spells nap. Tuck's going to go ahead and tuck in, huh? I'm not going to tuck in. I'm just I apologize. I, I, I apologize. Nice. Very nice. Sorry. Thank you. But I'm going to go check out uh, what Elsa's up to. And um, I don't feel like I really made fun of you. So I got a lot of ridicule juice left in me that I got to get out somehow. Oh, well, and I'm she sure seems like it. the best. Yeah, unload I'm it gonna on really, her. She's an idiot. I'm really going to gonna unload it all over her. Yeah, just blow it all over her face. Like a geyser. Yeah, like a guy, sir. All right. Well, this has been fun figuring everything out, getting to the bottom of things, making pollen puns. Man, what a great life. You bet. Hopefully soon this pollen thing will be over and we'll be back out living our lives free outside of our quarters. But until then, we'll just sit here, not twiddling our thumbs. Fuck you, safe police. To space, but further, Captain's Log out. Another exciting episode of Sorry Not Sorry, Log L O G. I'm trying to adopt the logging standards of some of the other crew members, but I haven't really figured out any any fun catchphrases or any things like sometimes uh, Tucker does, where he buries a funny joke inside of his log title. So again, this is Sorry Not Sorry, Log L O G. Of course, I am chronicling our experience as we go through this quarantine that we have imposed upon ourselves, not me of course, I'm free to roam as I will, but that we have imposed upon the crew and the humans because of the spore that got into the ship and that is now really wreaking havoc. We felt that it would be safer if everyone just stayed inside their quarters and so I felt that it would be a gift to the crew members if I stopped in and gave them the pleasure of my company as a way of chronicling what is happening to us in these, the days of our lives.
copyright days of our lives. Elsa, I thought I'd check in with you. Hello? What? Help! Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me just peel this off the speaker. Hi. Sorry? Is that... Is everyone dead? N- no. Everyone is alive. I'm everyone the last one, right? Everyone is alive. Did you, ki- did no, you keep no. some sperm? Because if you just got... I'm sure Tucker's place was covered in it. If you just scrape some off, maybe we can keep the human race going. First of all, of all the people on the ship, the fact that you would immediately ask me if I had Tucker's sperm is very telling. I mean, Second the, the stew's sperm, it's anybody's sperm is fine. I mean, listen, we can't, beggars can't be, uh, extinct beggars can't be choosers, all right? So every, anything, Again, we'll, I cannot emphasize enough, everyone is alive and unharmed. Well, it's kind of disappointing. Um, I don't even know if I just exposed myself by peeling off the speaker. I had a mens- a, a, a maxi pad right over the speaker because I just knew I didn't have any other, you know, like, filtering devices. I'm sure some spores just entered here, so I'm no. going to die. The speakers are not like central air, okay? The speakers are, it's through wires, and the spores are not coming through wires. There's not going to be some puff of pollen that pops into, that's a lot of peas, that pops into your quarters because that you, you've uncovered your speaker. That's absolutely pointless. I don't know. Something's happening to me anyway. I think I'm going to be exposed. I think I'm going to die. In, I mean, li- listen, don't cook me. That's all I request. I don't want to be eaten. Just You'd you like to be burn me, raw? but don't ch- Sashimi style? If you're going to prepare me, yes. I actually, you know, now that I think about it, I'd rather rather have the purity of my flesh be in people's mouths if they're going to eat me. Yes. Yes. I I would rather be raw, like sashimi. That's gross. Okay. Which which part of my body would you want to eat? Oh, boy. That's a great question for a bot who has no sense of hunger. Good point. Um, Good point. I would like to eat, since taste is not really an issue for me, I mean, I have a texture thing, so I guess mm. just to feel how easily your eyeballs would burst in my mouth, I guess, that's, is what I would be curious oh, about. That's interesting because that would be the least. Like, I have a, I have a texture thing, too. Um, you know, instant p- mashed potatoes makes me vomit. So mm. that seems like it'd be kind because I do have a slight myopia. So to me, I would think that maybe the texture of my eyeballs would be similar to that or maybe a thick smoothie, like, ooh, with some flex... Don't do it. Don't throw up because you cannot leave those quarters and no one is going to come in and clean for you. So if you hurl, you're Uh, living with that hurl. Okay. Listen, um, can you give me an update on symptoms? Because I'm having some really weird ones and I'm feeling like this is totally, totally related to what is going on with these spores. Okay. One of the main symptoms is a false sense of confidence, a sort of self-aggrandizement that actually belies a terrible, terrible insecurity. That is one of the most telling symptoms of this spore uh, getting inside you. Do you feel like you have no reason to be as cocky as you are and to talk overly about yourself? Um, I have no uh, self-confidence inside, but I do like to present myself um, with the facade of having credibility of facts uh, disguising a complete lack of self-worth inside. So, yeah, actually, I'm totally infected right now. Yeah, that does not sound good. Does not sound good. Also, let me just tell you right now, I have have some weird hairs. I have some weird hairs. Where? The nipples. Nipple hairs. Oh, that's very common. You know, I don't think that's a product of the spore. I think that's probably just what happens... Every once in a while, isn't it true that human women can get a dark, long hair or two on their nipples from time or to two? time? Or two? No, it's not no, a reflection this is. Of, oh, 
This is full on like, you know, I don't know. Uh, like nipple bush. Yeah, nipple bush is exactly what it is. And it's not um, something I would ever want to talk to anybody about. Actually, I have like a, you know, the little Billy Groat Gruff with the hair and the chinny chin chin. That's happening too. Yes. Um, I'm, my, I feel somehow that you've combined two nursery rhymes into one, but go ahead. Uh-huh. And then uh, my big toe. Oh my God. I braided it this morning. Just the big oh. toe hair. The skin yeah. of okay, so not the skin. The skin isn't braidable. You've discovered no. that the hair is braidable. No, the callus is basically like the the bill of a duck. I mean, but that's just because I've never had a pedicure. Wait a minute, you're you're inside doing next to nothing in a small living environment, and yet your calluses are getting bigger. What are you well, doing I, in there? Listen, I told okay, I have a, a thing about manicures and pedicures. My father always told me that. You know, as a very rich child, I was want to being um, kidnapped. And the one place that you're most vulnerable is a manicure salon. So I've never had a That's pedicure. That's the one place you're most vulnerable? That is the one place. Just think about it. Think about all the different tools they use on you that you're prone. You you can't run. Like, if you are in the polished drawing stage, how could you possibly run from someone? You'd be like, I'm going to mess this up. It's either that or death. You, It's a real kind of a a and b problem there so oh no father a bucket full of tiny fish is chasing me trying to nibble off my calluses help help Listen, they could, that somebody could substitute that for piranhas i watched a lot of um but uh roadrunner cartoons as well so when you combine those two things assassins roadrunner like the the keenness of someone who wants to kill you is you can never underestimate them I always got the impression that on Earth, most kidnappings of children took place on carousels. Oh. Isn't that a thing where you put your child on a pony and then you get, you're comfortably watching your child go around and around and then on one of the rotations, just the horse is there, the child gone. Well, thanks for ruining that for me. So I wanted to have my wedding on a carousel, and I'll never do that. So thank you. Thank you. Sorry. That really... I don't think anyone's Christian going dreams. to try to kidnap adult you off of a carousel. You don't I know think that. you're safe. Are you saying I'm not... Are you saying I'm not kidnappable? Oh, you're... Are you saying... You're You're imminently... You're imminently kidnappable. Eminently? Sorry. I had to think about whether that's the word I was looking for, and I'm still not sure. Eminent domain? Meaning you want to take me over? Are you going to... Ki- are you here to kidnap me? Is paranoia one of the pollen byproducts? Because I'm feeling very paranoid right now. I mean, in a way, haven't I already kidnapped you? How much more kidnapped do you need to feel? Oh my God, this is it. This is what's happening. What are you going to ask for? You're going to ask for something. It better be good. You know, there's something that's so friendly looking about the 1975 Toyota Corolla. I would love just a a little city made out of Toyota Corollas from the mid-70s. Is that too big an ask? A city? Well, just a little city. Well, what kind of, I mean, how many Toyota Corollas would that be? They're approximately 12 feet long. Um, I've studied ancient car design, by the way. I had an Edsel in my bathroom, okay? It was just a wow. whim one day. They put a bathtub in the back of it. It was It was not comfortable, but, That's, you know. It does, sound, it does sound charming in a in a weird millionaire Howard Hughesian type of way. How long were your fingers and toenails at that time? Oh, I don't know, but I do have the. Uh, if we go to my house, I have them collected in small jars. I'm sure I have them oh, di- no. cross-referenced and dated. You know, I actually have an Excel file in my computer here. Um, what date were you thinking about? Like when I was, say, 13? Yeah, um, 13, please. Okay, I started menstruating um, in February, February 4th, actually. 
And then, oh, okay, the month of April, uh, they were a quarter inch, which is quite long for me because I love to play the bagpipes. And if you have a short trim, um, you want a short trim figure now when you play the bagpipes. You want to get really close to the, 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 the center of that instrument. I have so many questions I don't even know where to start. First of all, I thought I knew everything about you. I am totally surprised to learn that you are a bagpipe aficionado. Really? I'm very surprised. I I still don't totally understand what you mean when you say that your nails have to be short so that you can get to the center of the instrument. But well, I'm very excited to hear more. Well, I mean, I know it's a... Um... A blowing instrument, so it really doesn't. When you think but about you the logistics, but you don't have to dig into it like soil, right? Well, you don't I, have to dig into the center on a Saturday night when no one else is around, and it feels like an inflated sort of, you know, kind of. Oh. Okay, it's oh. me and my bad pipe oh. Jimmy are having a good time in quarantine. That's all. That's all you need to know. Okay. I'm sure you've what? seen it on the cameras. Oh wait, I covered the cameras in a maxi pad too. Okay. Anyway, it's me and Jimmy. We're having a good time. He was my first boyfriend, okay? And I accidentally exploded my first boyfriend, Jimmy the First. This is Jimmy the Second in my orders now. Jimmy the First. I just, in a moment of ecstasy, I exploded him, and that was a trauma, and that's why I haven't really dated other than Tucker. You, but anyway. You, ex- you exploded his airbag. Well, it was his, his corporeal be- being in my mind. I stuck a volleyball with... Oh, a Rasta wig on it, on it too. And I, you know, you can really be inventive when you're lonely. That's all I have to say. I absolutely have seen the living proof of that in you, nearly Good. every day that we've Thank known each so, other. Thank you so much. Are there any hobbies you wish you could have access to information for? Like, is there anything I can provide to you that while you are here in this time, keeping yourself safe from these sexy spores? Uh, is there anything that I can help you learn how to do better oh. or? Well, I, you know, I've never, uh, I was doing a modern dance degree at, uh, I think it was sophomore year, but I never got to Japanese no dancing and OH mm. dancing. And yes. that's kind of like, I don't really know anything about it, but I know you wear masks and you have to dance. It's, um, it's like haute couture miming kind of, um, mm. from what I understand. So uh, I don't know anything about it. I'm ignorant about it, and I would love to. Maybe I could get a degree in it. While is there any like, if you could look up to see if there's any no degrees by you know remote learning? I don't know. Sure, I'll I'll see if there might be something that you can learn from. I think as long as we both establish that even if there's a way to get a degree, you won't. Yeah, well, I probably won't get it. Yeah, right. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll be on Just the road. Making sure. Everything is in process. Sorry. Okay, we're all in process. And if we know that there's no end to anything, then we can always be in process. If we end something, then it's over. Who wants to do that? <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> this, this kind of desperate philosophizing is making me very, very sad, which, of course, I enjoy because I'm feeling sad at your expense. Yeah. Uh, Is there, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to locate um, a way to learn no dancing mm -hmm. while you are inside of your quarters. Is there anything else that feels maybe a little less um, movement oriented? I've never made gnocchi. So if you could get me about 17 pounds of potatoes, I'd love to just maybe roll those into small gnocchi. And maybe how much gnocchi do you think 
What do you think 17 pounds of potatoes, what do you think that will yield? Probably 17 pounds of gnocchi? Listen, I don't want to have to eat myself, okay? I'm not going to sashimi myself to survive in here. And You're being fed. You're getting food delivered to you every day. It's four very times flavorless. a day because I don't you want to insist insult on you. second dinner. You need to know how to use chili powder, okay? Whatever the replicator is doing, whatever whoever's cooking. By the way, uh, it's just it's just bad, okay? So I will trade gnocchi and I will give it to the crew, and maybe we could sprinkle pollen on it and infect everybody else, and then I'll come out and I'll be a hero. I'll I'll develop a vaccine, and I'll be like, "Whoa, Elsa did it!" And everyone will cheer, and I'll be on everybody's shoulders, and there'll be like a oh, there'll be a montage of people just smiling at me and clapping and just like whoa. And then there'll be, oh, I know, maybe uh, like some triumphants, like, do, 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 Elsa. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Elsa. The savior of all. It is Elsa. She is so wonderful. You know what's weird is, as you looked into the, the, the camera lens of your room, I, I got a feeling like you wanted me to cut you off. Which is why I didn't. So you know, it would have been nice to just maybe before I got to that second course because it was a little shrill. But uh, I, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. I'll get back on that train. Um, anyway, just well, just I don't picture want to that. Keep you, I don't want to keep you from from the part where you were complaining viciously about the food when you know that as the mind of the ship. Uh, and because everyone is quarantined, of course, I have been responsible for the meals. So I would say, good idea to savagely okay. tear apart the quality of the food that is the only food that you're going to get, oh, if no. any. Okay. If any. Can we just rewind a little bit? The sorry is wonderful. She is the best. Do, 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 do. She really is wonderful and sings and dances is, is, is the best. Rhymes are a challenge for everyone. I, did, I took musical improv. It was like a half a class, and I just left. At that point, Rhymes you just have to say this one is a challenge for everyone. Okay, great. Um, I am uh, appreciative of, of your stopping by here, and I'm appreciative of your continued uh, feeding me because I, ha- I do have nothing else but my own toenails because I have been collecting those on the ship because I don't want to, you know... When you start collecting things, it's like when you... You know those Yadro, those little, like, pastel figurines with the thin necks and the long arms that you get in sort of like a, a a Kmart in the very expensive section. You know those little Italian statuettes? Ooh. Anyway, they're very long and lithesome and um, you just want a complete collection, okay? If you're going down, if you're going and getting all this, uh, the the dolls in a, in a series like The Wizard of Oz, it's like if you don't have the Tin Man, I mean, you, you're screwed. So I want all my, my fingernail clippings for my whole life and I don't think that's weird. I think it's a good idea from a survivalist perspective because everyone knows that if the worst comes to worst, you can grind your own fingernails into a protein powder yeah. that you can then take back into your body. So you know that. Yeah, I think absolutely. you're very wise. Few people know wise that you can hold on literally, if you, it's like a calcium, it's a collagen powder. If you grind, that's what they cut collagen powder from. I am so proud of you, Elsa. And I know I don't say that very often, but I think you are handling this so, so well. I think you were doing very, very well in isolation. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to ask you from uh, not a medical professional. Like, I mean, if anybody's a medical professional between us, it's me because <laughs> I have so many half degrees, like just combined. But um, from your contact with the other people in the ship, like, do I seem like I'm infected or uh, it, 
do you think that the the nipple hairs, the nipple bush, is like a, a, a function of that, or is that just maybe a testosterone problem? I need to deal with some hormone, maybe therapy, or what? Honestly, I I didn't think you were infected until you started talking about making love to a bagpipe, and because the plant spores do create a level of what I will use the term horniness, uh-huh. because I think it absolutely applies to the raunchy situation that you have just described for yourself. It's, it was beautiful. I don't know if, if that have you is... Blown, I have don't you know. been blown by a bagpipe? If you haven't, don't cast monkeys where there are no monkeys. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I do feel there's a 50% chance that your horniness is due to the spores, but there's just... And this is, works for you because you're a real half-seat. You like half degrees. So I'd say half chance you absolutely are infected. Other half, you just like to hump instruments and it has nothing to do with this quarantine. I mean, that is such a generalization. I mean, that pan flute incident that one time, that was totally a hurricane drink situation like that definitely was just a one night thing. Okay, so it's not you a fetish. Always have a, you always have a reason for every one of your many, many, many instrument one-offs. I mean, it's always something. I mean, a piccolo isn't even a thing. All right. Like, that's not even a, a thing. That's too short. It's like, whatever. Right. I mean, <sighs> well, we are going to see if we can get that tuba delivered to your room. Um, Thank you. I don't know, I don't why know you if haven't... we're going to be able to get it there, but we'll yes. Try. And also the, 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 the head, the blow up head of Jason Momoa that was supposed to go inside that. I got to be honest with you. When you said bring me the head of Jason Momoa, I don't know what I thought you meant, but that I That sounded I very imperious, not... like some kind of very bad space movie from the, you know, the knots or something. Yeah. But no, I just I there was a request. It was a request form and actually it's been there for many months, okay? But it was supposed to be in tangent with the tuba that I would have just a blow up head of Jason Momoa and I don't know why that hasn't been satisfied. So maybe we could work on that while we're all just otherwise occupied <laughs> well consider this the first time i'm actually taking it seriously because when people fill out forms on this ship it's really for my own amusement in knowing that those pieces of paper will be useless to them and no one will ever look at them oh is that why steve on seven never got his oxygen because of his, str- his stroke no, situation you know for that it was really more just that i didn't like steve oh yeah well, all yeah. <laughs> at least he's yeah. not he didn't have to live through this, which is just terrible. I mean, it's basically terrible. So, poor Steve, you're in a better place, man. <sighs> what know. an uplifting way for me to end this sorry, not sorry log. L-O-G. Elsa, always a pleasure is what I'd say if it were. Sorry out. Voyage to the Stars was partially improvised by and stars Colton Dunn as Captain Tucker Lentz, Felicia Day as Elsa Rankford, Kirsten Vangsness as Nico, Steve Berg as Stu Merkel, and Janet Varney as Sorry the AI. Voyage to the Stars was created by Ryan Koppel and produced by Morgan Kruger, Ryan Koppel, Janet Varney, and Felicia Day. All dialogue was recorded by Devin Tory Bryant. Story producing and editing by David Burgess and Devin Tory Bryant. The supervising producer for Stitcher is Josh Richmond. Music and sound design by Devin Tory Bryant. Original theme by Brett Morris. Voyage to the Stars is a production of MWM Universe in association with Earwolf and Stitcher.
You can listen to ad-free new episodes of Voyage to the Stars plus exclusive bonus episodes only on Stitcher Premium. For a free month trial, go to stitcherpremium.com and use promo code VOYAGE.